When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. They are back. Are they really? It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance Friends. Canty, how about them? How about them, Carlin? How about them? Wow. The Dallas Cowboys getting their first road win in the playoffs, Carlin. Mm-hmm. In 30 years, ironically, that win back in 1993 came against the San Francisco 49ers, who were the Cowboys' upcoming opponent. But huge win for the Cowboys. You didn't think they could get it done. Well, huge win for the Cowboys. And boy, congratulations on beating a team under 500. Let's go. Here we go! Only one place to start. And that is with the Dallas win last night. All jokes aside, Dak Prescott was terrific. Did everything that he needed to do. Did he answer the questions about him? I mean, I guess you're in a playoff game, you're on the road, there are plenty of Cowboy fans in the building, he didn't turn the football over, which is exactly what we had talked about for the last few weeks. Did he answer the questions? I'm not going to get away from the fact that they played a bad football team who last night played like a bad football team. Yeah, but Dak Prescott played his best game as a pro, Carlin. And I said it last week, Dak Prescott needed to elevate his play to the level like we've seen from guys like Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes, even Jalen Hurts, who was just named to an all-pro team. Dak Prescott needed to get to that point in order for the Dallas Cowboys to go on a serious run in the playoffs because in all likelihood, you're talking about them being on the road all three games in order to get to the Super Bowl. And that's the expectation for this team. They have Super Bowl aspirations, and Dak Prescott is going to have to be a force multiplier in order to get that done. He was that last night, and some call it. And the biggest thing that stood out to me in Dak's performance, Carlin, it's not what he did with his arms. It's what he did with his legs, man. Mm. That was impressive. Think about it. The fourth and one at the goal line, and he has the QB keep. But then you have the off-schedule runs, the scrambles, off of drop-back situations, Dak Prescott last night, three scrambles for 20 yards, and you're talking about two of those being for first down. So when you have that ability to be able to make those plays when nothing else is there, when the X's and O's aren't in your favor, I think that's what separates you as a quarterback this time of year. Dak Prescott, if he plays like he did last night through the postseason, the Cowboys can absolutely win the Super Bowl. They can absolutely do that. That's a mighty large if. He did, though, look exceptionally comfortable last night. Preparation um, and easy, just knowing uh, what, what this group's capable of doing, um, not getting uh, frustrated within. Um, and, and I can't say that I didn't do that last week. Uh, that was a little bit of frustration. But this week, uh, knowing that uh, I couldn't allow that to get in my head, I couldn't allow uh, me to change the way that I played this game. I obviously credit the defense for, as I said, getting us the ball right back after those two possessions um, and just <clears throat> told the offense in the, in the huddle, hey, we get one first down, this thing's going to roll. And that's exactly what happened. So, uh, yeah, we just got to continue to do that. Yeah, look, they did everything that they were supposed to do. But I do think we have to acknowledge what this was. 
It was a playoff win on the road, but it was against a team that was under 500 and beat one team all year that was more than a game over. They, they beat two teams all year that were over 500. Yeah. The Cowboys in week one yeah. and the Seahawks, who were nine and eight. Yeah. Am I supposed to get excited about that? I'm not. And having said that, though, Tom Brady's on the other side. There's an accomplishment in that, even if he didn't look anywhere near like Tom Brady normally looks. This, to me, was a game that the Cowboys should have won. They did win. All you can do is take care of business about the teams in front of you. But, Chris, did I learn a lot about the Dallas Cowboys and what their prospects are? No. No, I didn't. I don't, especially when they are headed to San Francisco this week. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about them going up against the best defense in all of football, Carlin, and arguably the most physical team left in the playoff field. This is a team in the 49ers that has first-team all-pro defenders at every level of their defense. Nicky Bosa on the defensive line, Fred Warner at the uh, linebacker position, and uh, Hafunga at the safety spot. Like they, they have players that make impact plays every single game on defense. That's not even tackling this offense and what Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Elijah Mitchell, all of those guys are bringing to the table. That's not even considering what they do on that side of the ball. So the Dallas Cowboys have a tall task to be able to go on the road uh, with the rest uh, disparity from the 49ers. they got two days less rest going into the divisional round than their opponent. And you're talking about them being able to their second consecutive road game in the yeah. playoffs. This is, this is not going to be easy. But if the Cowboys are going to get it done, Dak Prescott's performance is going to have to look a lot like what we saw last night. And I'm not saying with the gaudy numbers, but I'm talking about the overall impact, his production on his team's yeah. success. Yeah, and, and I don't know that that's capable of happening against that 49er defense. Now, you just mentioned that equation of two days less rest, on the road, teams in the postseason traditionally, uh, or historically rather, in that situation are nine and twenty-four. Nine yeah, and so twenty-four, not, not great, not great, and that works against them. But one thing that absolutely did happen last night, and I think we agree on this: Mike McCarthy saved his job. Mike McCarthy, I think, with that performance by the Cowboys, especially when you listen to the owner. Uh, I don't think he's going anywhere right I'm now. I'm so proud that he's our coach. And I give him, as I did before the game, I give him a lot of credit for what we're, where we are. And uh, uh, he, has, uh, he has the credentials. He has won a Super Bowl as a head coach. And he's put a team together and watched it evolve the way that this team is evolving. And that was one of the reasons I heard him. Listen. If you're Mike McCarthy, it's a big sigh of relief after that game last night. I think even if you went on the road and lost to the 49ers, if you played well, unless there were massive coaching problems in that game, Chris, last night they looked like a well-coached team. That's not something that has been consistent for them. There would have to be a poorly coached game next week and just a bad showing in San Francisco. I think his job's safe. Well, a couple of things that show you they were a well-coached team or at least better coached than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They only had two penalties yep, last night for 15 exactly. yards. They had no turnovers. They were 4-4 four for four in the red zone, Carlin, and this team was 7-13 on third downs. You're going with a lot of games, especially in the playoffs in this league, 
when you perform that well in situational football and you take care of the football. That was the difference. When I was watching that game last night, there was no question who the better coach was in that matchup. Now, that's saying something about Todd Bowles, and that's an indictment on his performance. But I think it also speaks to Mike McCarthy in his experience being able to make sure that his team was ready to go in this spot, coming off of a disappointing regular season finale against the Washington Commanders. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And right now we welcome in the member of the hashtag crew that had the best night last night. (laughs) And that is one Bubba who joins us off of his Cowboys win. Bubba, congratulations on a win over the uh, an under 500 team that won the worst division ever in the history of the NFL. Uh, it had to feel good. Oh, feels great. Feels great. We earned it. Just... And, and Bubba's it rocking the blue Dal- uh, uh, Dak Prescott jersey today, much like, like Molly. Molly yesterday. Yeah, I was about to ask, <laughs> yeah. did you borrow it from Molly? I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, asked her, I asked her if I, should, if I could take hers. Yeah, no, and I think I made the executive decision today coming in that I wore it yesterday. We got, you know, I usually wear it before the game and after the game if we win. But at this point, I think I'm going, I got to go. I'm keeping it on every day until we lose. So oh, I'm making the executive decision. We're going. We're going every day until they lose. So. so you made that executive decision without consulting anybody else, especially those who work with you every day. Correct, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, no yep. matter how offensive it might be to other people on the team. Right. Nah, they'll be fine. Okay. Uh, they'll be fine. Give me your thoughts off of last night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think to me the biggest thing going in, which I, I said this last week, um, you know, or, or earlier, this, no, yeah, last week with Greeny, when I talked with him about it, to me the biggest thing going in was, you know, last week where you just mentioned – that you know they had the the rough week at eighteen game. Everyone was freaking about out, freaking out about it. But to me, I wasn't worried about it because the previous year they rolled in week eighteen. They had a historic game that one of their biggest road wins ever. And then they looked so unprepared in their first game. So to me, there was going to be no correlation of how the last game was and how their first playoff game. To me, it didn't matter. And I thought they were going to come in this game. And Dak has been terrible all year. There's no argument about that. But what I said. Last week, and I think so far, and it's only been one game, but I said the Dak legacy and narrative, all that stuff, it doesn't, the regular season doesn't matter. All the stuff is going to be what can he do in the playoffs, and he has a chance to prove that he is the quarterback we all think he can be. So far, he's one for one, and he has a chance to keep going with that. If he keeps playing like he did last night, he will, you know, erase all the doubters, and he's got to keep doing it against San Francisco. But, he was terrible all year. There's no question about it. But it doesn't matter what he did during the year. If he keeps doing what he did last night and brings him to the NFC Championship and maybe the Super Bowl, that's what we need out of him. Did it raise your confidence level at all to where it was prior to the game? Um, Moving forward. Yeah, I mean, not uh, not necessarily because <laughs> um, it's kind of the same thing. All I mean, A, you know, like you said, the, the Bucks in the grand scheme of things are not good. Yeah. So that part for sure, and it's it's kind of and B that's kind of been the frustrating thing with the Cowboys all year. If they play up to their you know A game, they are unbelievable. They could be one of the best teams. But if they play down their competition or just are off, they're going to look horrific. So would it shock me if they go into San Francisco and play super well like they did yeah uh, last night? No, but. Could they go in unprepared and look confused and have you know when when they started last night with two three and outs I was definitely a little worried right there you know I'm like all right great this is mm-hmm. this is how we're gonna go um, and then it was just completely you know a 180 from there so um, it, you know it does not give me any more confidence um, but I again I think Dak has a chance here to, to change the narrative it doesn't matter what happened in the regular season so right now he's one for one so we'll keep it going I do have confidence in him going forward. 
And uh, I think he's going to prove that uh, this is going to be a, a big postseason for him. Well, I, I think he's got a lot to prove going into this matchup against the best defense in the NFL. And mm-hmm. that's what the yeah. Niners are bringing to the party. But, Carlin, looking at last night's game, that was a perfect matchup for Dak and the Cowboys. Think about it. You had an opposing offense that was dead last in every statistical category, every metric when it comes to running the football. They asked their quarterback to drop back and throw it over 60 times. It's teed up for the Dallas Cowboys defensive front, which finished second in pass rush win rate on the season. Other side of the game, no passing defense. Well, let me I say no passing defense. The Bucks passing defense gave up the fifth most passing touchdowns of any defense in the National Football League. Are we surprised that Dak Prescott threw for four touchdowns? I'm not. No. I'm, I'm just not. They're not that good. The Bucs aren't that good. And Tom Brady said it in his postgame press conference Last night was a microcosm of their season and how they had been playing. So I, I, I'm not surprised, and I don't know that we learned all that much about the Dallas Cowboys moving forward outside of can they avoid the self-inflicting wounds. Gotcha. They proved that last night. That was the box they checked. But they're going to have to do a hell of a lot more than that to win on the road in San Francisco. And if things hold chalk on the road in Philadelphia in the conference championship game. That is Exactly the point. We did not learn enough about the Cowboys last night through no fault of their own. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? It's because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone, AutoZone. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Up next, was it really... Tom Brady's final game or just final game in Tampa Bay? We will delve into that, dive into that, I should say. And <laughs> in just moments, your opportunity to get through on the Greeny call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Did Dak prove anything last night? Do you come out of last night believing that the Dallas Cowboys are legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And this Cowboys team was ready. Prescott protected. End zone. Caught. Touchdown. Dalton Schultz. Second and goal. Brady pulls it down. Now throws it. Intercepted by Curse. Good protection. And the pass wide open. Touchdown Lamb. They're going to get their first road playoff win over their last nine tries. They were sharp as attack in Tampa last night against a not very good team. Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com in just 30 seconds. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, joins us on set to answer the question, if Dak answered his questions last night. If you're hiring for your company, this is a busy time of year. Obviously, new year means new goals and finding the right people to accomplish them. Thankfully, there's ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its powerful matching technology to find the right candidates for your job. Let ZipRecruiter help you find the best people for all your roles. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Dan Graziano joins us on set ESPN NFL Insider with Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Danny, (laughs) good to see you as always. What are you laughing at? I don't understand. The, the humor. You, you got to know Grant. I'm happy no. to be here. What'd you do? No, I just, all I did here. was smile. You're not I paying attention. He's making faces over there. I, I know Denim's smi- a smart ass. Exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Nothing smart ass. I smile. We, we got That's a lot it. of history going back That's to when it. I was playing for the Giants, and he That's would be it. in the locker room interviewing us. Did, did he ever try to set every player up to give him a scoop? Did you never give you anything? No. No. Kidding me? Are you just protecting him now? The giant? No, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> oh, I was the master of saying everything and saying nothing yeah, yeah. at the same time. No question. Yeah. We, knew he, right. we knew he had a media career ahead of him. Yeah, well, pretty early, too. Uh, Danny, did Dak, in fact, answer the questions that everybody had last night? What were the questions? Were the questions, can he play a single game without throwing an interception? Then, yes, he answered that question. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I mean, that's my, my problem with Dak Prescott all year has been, like, what's going on? Like, you're not an interception guy. Why are you throwing interceptions? So if he can string together a couple games like that where he's playing clean, he doesn't even have to be as awesome as he was last night. But if he's clean and he's responsible with the ball, they're going to be as good as anybody because that offense can put 
points on the board. Even when he was throwing interceptions all over the place this year, they were still scoring points. Gross, can we put to bed the Mike McCarthy potentially getting fired talk now? Did last night save his job? I don't think they'll fire him this week. I will say that with some confidence. <laughs> I think, yeah, look, I, I don't... See, I mean, he is a smart ass. I just, no, I just, I'm just giving you the, the information. Like, I don't think... Look, I, I, don't, I think he's fine. I, and I, Jerry Jones came out and said it uh, last week. I know a lot of people doubted what Jerry was saying. And I think there might have been a conversation in the building if they had lost last night, if it had looked ugly, but... I don't think Jerry wants to do it, and I think this obviously only strengthens. I mean, look, you're not going to fire him after winning a road playoff game for the first time in 30 years. McCarthy's won 12 games last year, 12 games this year. Now they're still alive in the playoffs. I, yes, I, I believe he's fine. It is the familiar voice of Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, joining Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. What about Tom Brady? You tweeted last night mm. uh, during the game, I'm a little shocked that Brady's oh. retirement press conference this morning didn't get more coverage. I'm a little shocked that people didn't take that the wrong way. I, I thought, yeah, like people, uh, what do you mean? What retirement president? It's a joke, obviously. Uh, he looked like Dan's a, a smart ass. He looked like he, um, he, he, he looked like he was playing like a guy that had retired. I mean, like he's throwing the yeah. ball in the dirt. Like, look, he's, he's obviously averse to getting hit on a, on a different level than we've ever seen before. He didn't trust his protection all year. He threw the ball 66 times last night. Career yeah. high in pass attempts. For Tom Brady, he's played 23 years. So, like, that – so, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, he, he, if he's not going to retire, he's going to have to go somewhere where the protection is flawless. I don't know where that is. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's got a lot of decisions to make because right now he does not look like a guy who's going to be able to put a team on his back and carry it the way that he once could. Yeah, and Graz, you talked about the potential Tom Brady wanting to go somewhere else where everything is ideal, similar to 2020 when he went to Tampa. But my yes. question to you is – the Tom Brady wanting to play aside, should teams around the NFL want Tom Brady? I think, you know, we were talking about this on, on Get Up this morning. Is he still one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the world? I, I think probably. Yeah, yeah. right? So, so there are teams for whom he would be an upgrade. Uh, and I think, you know, you add in what it would mean for your visibility, for your ticket sales, for the confidence of the people in your locker room, all, all that kind of stuff. I, I think there are, I, I do believe there'll be a market for him if he wants to continue playing. Uh, a he, market someplace he, where he would want to go. Well, that's uh, obviously it has to match up, right? So when, remember 2020, like the two teams that were in it at the end were the Chargers and the Buccaneers. I don't know that those were when, when the process began, when he started imagining himself leaving New England. I don't know that those were the the top two teams he imagined, right? He was probably thinking about San Francisco. I know, he, obviously, he's, he's kind of dabbled with Miami to an extent that actually got them yeah. penalized. Uh, so that's the big question. And obviously, he was able to talk himself into Tampa Bay, and we know how well that worked out. Uh, so would that happen again, and, and where would it be? People want to speculate Las Vegas because of the relationship with Josh McDaniels. I admit I don't know what that relationship is. I assume it's good. They had a lot of success together. So maybe that makes sense. Vegas just fired you know, Derek Carr, uh, so they're going to need somebody. And you have to believe that the Raiders have some sort of plan in place if they're just going to like, you know, kick Derek Carr to the curb. So maybe that's, maybe that's it. Maybe if Tua you know, has ongoing issues with his health and Miami needs to do something, maybe they end up getting back into that mix. So, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, he's got a lot to think about. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider. Dan, what's going on with the Chargers and Brandon Staley? Uh, well, you know, the, you lose a game and get knocked out of the playoffs. You have the, the end-of-season evaluations, the exit interviews with the players, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think there are conversations going on in that building about, 
his future there, the future of the staff, what kinds of changes would need to be made, that kind of thing. I, I don't I know people around the league have been watching that situation, thinking it could come open if they did lose in the playoffs in the first round as they did. So it's worth watching until we hear from the organization one way or the other. Um, I know Adam Schefter was saying on the air last night a lot that uh, it looked like Staley, it was pointing toward him staying, but not 100%, but there could be changes on the staff. So those are the conversations they're having in the Chargers building right now, what to do and how to move forward. Well, I I would think we'd know something here in the next day or so. Grah, Sean Payton is the big name in this head coach hiring cycle is there any chance that he would wait another year if he doesn't oh, see yeah. the opportunity that he wants this year? I think so. And, and he's even mentioned that. He did the, he did the one interview um, the other day that, that's been circulated a lot, and he mentioned that, like, the idea that the compensation for the Saints might not have to be as extensive if he waits a year. So there are, there are factors like that. I know he's talking to the Broncos today. Uh, I guess he talked to Houston yesterday. They announced that. So, you know, he knows the landscape. He knows what's out there. He'll hear from the teams in terms of, you know, money and what kind of personnel control and what the quarterback situation is expected to be and all that. And, yeah, I don't think he's in a situation, Sean Payton, where he has to just take any old job. I I do believe that it's something where he could wait a year if the perfect opportunity is not there for him. Danny, appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah, my pleasure. Dan Graziano. I'd smile, but I'm afraid I'm going to get ripped for it. (laughs) But it's a reputation that clearly you've developed among people. I don't know. Reputation is a funny thing. Yeah. He's got that deadpan sense of humor, man. Yeah. Dan Graziano. Exactly. People didn't get it on Twitter. It's like you're a walking tweet. That's why I don't don't tweet that much anymore. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL And then he just sits insider. there until there's this social awkwardness. Yeah, exactly. You know, that you know what he does? He thrives in the awkwardness. Yeah, exactly. You can leave now. He lives okay. in the I pregnant can leave? He <laughs> lives in the I'm excused? Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Well, we got to let the Cowboy fans get in right now because they have been uh, champing at the bit, so to speak. So let's hit it. Let's hit Adrian up first out west in Anaheim. Adrian, you're on ESPN Radio. What's going on? How about them Cowboys, fellas? How about them Cowboys showing up when it counts, taking Brady and sending him into retirement? That's what I'm talking about. All them analysts pick Tom Brady and the Bucks. They're going to beat the Cowboys. Now they're all eating their words. There were like 50, 20 analysts all picked Tampa Bay, and they're all having to eat their words, step back. And now they're like, oh, wow. Well, we knew the Cowboys were going to win, and we knew Tampa Bay wasn't all that good. Well, then why'd you pick them if you knew they were all that good? Well, well first of all, first of all, that's, I didn't, that's easy. I didn't we pick, didn't trust the Cowboys. Well, that's true, but I didn't pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I picked the Dallas Cowboys. I was the one sane member of the show unit that decided that they were going to go with the Cowboys. But I'm not too sure that Cowboys fans want to be taking a victory lap after you beat a hapless Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, a team that decided they wanted to take their 45-year-old quarterback and drop him back 60 times and throw the football. Like, that didn't make any sense. I don't know that this is the time for Cowboys fans to start peacocking because you still got a long road to tow to get to where you want to be. The expectation ain't just getting to the divisional round, Carlin. The expectation is getting to the championship rounds, to be a part of the Final Four, to get to the Super Bowl. You got a long ways to go until you get to that point. Here's the question I would ask. Were you this confident going into the game last night? Hell no. The answer is no. You were not. Fans, I'm talking about. You were all as nervous as could be. It's a playoff game. It's understandable. But the reason that people like me were picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is because we don't trust the Cowboys. And we had very good reason for that to be the case. Rick in Canada, up next. Rick, you're on ESPN Radio. Go. 
hey, I love your guys' uh, show, whether it's 10 o'clock, 3 o'clock, doesn't matter. I listen to you any time of day. Appreciate you guys are that. awesome. Thanks. So you're welcome. So here's what I saw last night out of Dak. When you don't have, you know, pressure, you don't have a great secondary that's defending, then, yeah, you can throw four touchdowns. But it's going to be different. If he can do that to the 49ers with that pass rush and that defense, then I'll be a little bit more sold. To me, last night, you know, they, they're they going to go from the petting zoo to sticking their bloody hand in a shark tank. Mm. That's how I see it. See, I'll go as far as to say this. If the Cowboys go to San Francisco and win, I think they're probably winning the Super Bowl at that point. I mean, that's how much of a challenge I truly believe this is. And the 49ers come in as just four-point favorites and Canty had the exact same reaction. No matter how much he wants to tell you, I was all over the Cowboys yesterday. Had the same reaction that I did when I saw that line. Yeah, I mean, listen. Give me the, the Niners. The San Francisco 49ers haven't lost since week seven, Carlin. Yeah. That was when the Kansas City Chiefs came to town. That's a long time. Yep. They ain't lost in over two months. Yep. They're rolling right now. They've been playing their best football, and it's been getting better week over week. And Brock Purdy is playing with more confidence, Carlin. He's got a sixth start under his belt. The kid is playing beyond his years in terms of the the wisdom and him taking care of the football and him making the plays that are there to be made. He doesn't blow the layups, which is important when you start talking about having success in the postseason. So, yeah, I have a little more faith in the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys offense, and Dak Prescott in particular, has more show and prove when it comes to playing against the better teams in this league. If, if the Cowboys win in San Francisco... Are they winning the Super Bowl? They still got to go on the road to Philly. I know. If the I know. Eagles win. But you put it this way. I mean, all of a sudden, like, if you just isolated that game without the pretext of the San Francisco game, it would be tough enough to begin with. If the Cowboys are coming off a win over San Francisco, that level of confidence would shoot way up. Way up. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you have to believe in what they're showing you, which is them playing their best football Yep. of the year, and that's what it would take, their best football of the year, to go on the road and beat the San Francisco 49ers. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Cody, Richmond, Virginia, up next on ESPN Radio. Cody, what's going on, bud? Hey, guys. How y'all doing today, man? Let me first off, first off start in saying that I'm not a Cowboys fan, but what I was going to say about uh, what they showed me is I don't think they're necessarily going to be able to prove anything significant until they go out and win a conference championship. They showed that they're not going to flop when they, there's a team in front of them, at least that they should be. But, like, uh, they're kind of laying in the bed that they've already created for themselves without anybody being able to trust who they are as a team. But I had a question for you guys, too. If McCarthy goes out and wins the Super Bowl this year, as a, Cow- or, I mean, as a Packers fan, does that say something about them letting him go in the relationship that he had with Aaron Rodgers that actually brought up the title when LaFleur still has not been able to do that. I think it already says something about Rodgers and his relationship with Mike McCarthy, but I don't think it has much to do with whatever McCarthy accomplishes after the fact. I think it has more to do with what we have truly seen from Aaron Rodgers in his behavior over the last several years. Yeah, and who's to say that there hasn't been significant growth and evolution since McCarthy left Green Bay and became the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Remember, he sat out a year. He did a lot of self-scout studies on his play calling and his overall scheme, and and he he claimed to emerge all the better for it as a coach. And so maybe we're seeing that return on investment now and him being able to do high-level winning without Aaron Rodgers. But again, Carlin, let's not put the cart before the horse. 
It's one game in the postseason. It's their first win in the postseason since Mike McCarthy became their head coach. Let's see where it goes from here. I think there's a huge step up in class of competition. And if he were able to pull this off and pull the upset in San Francisco, then all of a sudden I'm willing to entertain those conversations about Mike McCarthy and his overall legacy. Greeny brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Listen, just because you can doesn't mean you should. What are we talking about? We'll tell you in just moments after this from AutoZone. You're dealing with a dead battery? Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing, free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Understand you're hurt, you're not going to play. You have to travel with the football team. I was really surprised and disappointed. Kim and Tyler Huntley are very close friends. There's something there. That just seems really weird to me that he wasn't with the team. Obviously, we knew he wasn't going to be able to be out there with us, but hopefully we signed him to a big-term deal and he's a raving with me forever. You're talking about a guy who uses his athleticism. I wouldn't want to start over again, but I think that has to come across your mind when you're talking about that long-term commitment. Is it in Baltimore, or is the future elsewhere for Lamar Jackson? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are in for Greeny today. First up, though, we got a little breaking news. We got two little tidbits today. Ah, the Chargers, the Chargers, the Chargers. They have fired offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi. That's not what they did, Carlin. They shot the hostage to save Brandon Staley. (laughs) 
That's what they did. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> Listen, somebody's got to answer for the 27-0 blown lead, the meltdown the Chargers had in the wild card round. And once you took that lead, the fact that you threw the ball 25 times to only run it at eight times, mm-hmm. somebody had to answer for it. I guess they like Brandon Staley, so they're going to make the OC answer for it. But let's be honest. This is on the head coach, right? Oh, yeah. This is on the head coach. We'll get into it later, but, I mean, that's what they did in this situation. Also, the Browns have hired Jim Schwartz as their defensive coordinator, according to our Diana Rossini. Now Kevin Stefanski just has to make sure that they don't carry Jim Schwartz off after a big win for his team. Yeah, that's true. He is one of those guys. <laughs> he, he is that guy. He is Buddy Ryan Jr. on that No front. question about there it. no question about yeah. it. Uh, yesterday, Canty, uh, Lamar Jackson, after everything that happened this weekend, we had Mike Tannenbaum on. You heard the clip there a second ago. Really surprised and disappointed, and something must be going on there if Lamar Jackson did not join his teammates uh, on the road in Cincinnati the other night. And then uh, his posted quote on Instagram uh, was... Cryptic is a word that I guess, you know, you could certainly no, use. No, it was ominous, Carlin. I don't even know if it was cryptic. Yeah, when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you. And he went on and on about it. But it was basically saying the Ravens have not taken care of me. and so Which that, is true. Yes, it's absolutely true. Uh, first of all, here's ESPN football analyst Robert Griffin III, RG3, on why the Ravens are a little bit weary of paying uh, Lamar Jackson. I don't think the Ravens are, are afraid or unwilling to guarantee Lamar money because of injury. I think they're unwilling and afraid to guarantee Lamar uh, a full contract because they went through with Joe Flacco. Remember, Joe Flacco went into his last year before he won the Super Bowl, and he bet on himself. Well, they won the Super Bowl. He's Super Bowl MVP, and the Ravens paid him out the wazoo. Well, they feel like that really hurt their team and their ability to build pieces around Joe Flacco for the next five, six, seven years. They don't want that to happen for Lamar. Yeah, I don't buy that. No, I don't buy that. No, no, RG3. no I, don't, I don't buy it. And here's the thing, Carlin. I was there in the aftermath of the Super Bowl right when they paid Joe Flacco. I played for the Ravens from 2013 to 2015. Uh, we, went, we went to the playoffs in 2014, won a playoff game in Pittsburgh on the road. So, I mean, it's not like we couldn't compete. But what I will say is this. Lamar Jackson is – by leaps and bounds, a better football player than Joe Flacco ever was. Not even was. close. It's not even close. So there's no apples to apples to comparison. That's apples to wrenches. That's the first part of it. Second part is this. The reason why Joe Flacco went into his final year of his rookie contract is because the team wasn't sold that he could be a true franchise quarterback. That is not the same situation that Lamar Jackson is in. Quite frankly, Raven, uh, uh, Carlin, the Ravens messed this up. They should have paid Lamar Jackson after that 2020 season when he was first eligible for an extension. That was the year that he had won a road playoff game down in Nashville against the Titans. The year prior, he had won an MVP, unanimous MVP, first-team All-Pro. There weren't any more questions to be answered for Lamar Jackson. He proved he could win in the postseason. He proved he could be an MVP-level quarterback. They should have paid him then. They had one more year remaining on his rookie contract. You could have given an extension, top of the market money, something comparable to what Dak Prescott got. I don't know, Carlin, five-year extension, $40 million. You you tack on the the fourth year of his rookie contract. It ends up working out to be around $35 million a year average annual value. You mean to tell me the Ravens couldn't live with that kind of deal right now? 
Of course they could. But playing out the string the way that they did, saying that they didn't want to pay Lamar top-of-the-market money at any point once he became eligible for a contract is coming back to bite him right now. This is why functional franchises don't let franchise quarterbacks go into the final year of a contract. Which is what's most surprising about this because the Ravens have been an exceptionally functional franchise up until this point. With Under Ozzie Newsom. Under Ozzie Newsom. This is a different general manager. Yes, this but Eric, Eric DeCosta came up under Ozzie Newsom, so you would have thought he they would be he ain't, he ain't Ozzie. Way. We can't say he's Ozzie well, just yet. There's a lot. Clearly, he's, that's what he we're ain't, right He ain't now. Ozzie. Chris, it's funny. You think about a comparison to this? Think about the Yankees with Aaron Judge. Before the season, they offered him seven years and 210. After the year, they ended up paying him nine for 360. When you let it play out with the star player like this, it usually does not work out in your favor, and you're not going to be getting them on any kind of a discount. And as we have said time and again, there's only one thing the Ravens should do here, and that is pay him. They suck it up and pay him. Whether that's 250 guaranteed for five years, if that's the number, go. Get it done, because you need him. We are all of the impression, as I'm sure most in the Ravens front office are, that if Lamar Jackson played the other night, they would have won that game. Yeah. And there's no reason to think otherwise. And you might be annoyed at the fact that he didn't play, but bottom line is he did the right thing, and you've got nobody to blame but yourselves for putting yourself in this spot. Carlin, why would you gamble when you have a $250 million check in your pocket? You wouldn't. Lamar Jackson has all the cards going into this offseason, and sure, the Ravens can franchise tag him, but Lamar ain't got to sign the franchise tag. And then you're then, talking then, about trading then, him. Then what are the Ravens going to do? So again, they've created a situation where there's now friction between Lamar and the franchise, and it absolutely shouldn't be the case. So now they're the ones that have to make it right. And to your point... They have to make him the highest-paid quarterback in the National Football League. Anything other than that, then I think Lamar is walking out of that door. Yeah, yeah, he is. And when we say walking out of that door, we mean that the Ravens are going to end up having to try to trade him. And no matter what the package is, it's not going to be It won't be enough. enough. It won't be enough. Because when you risk the known versus the unknown, you're asking for trouble. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.